Hey, Taco the Towners, just a quick note before we start the show. This week, we are on the road taking this taco tour to Nashville, Tennessee. Music City or Taco Music City. I'll be the judge of that. We've got a special co-host this week and special guests. We're going to go grab some cocktails and some tacos. Then we're going to record the show. We'll see how this goes. It's always been a dream of mine to eat tacos in every major city in the United States. And we're just getting started. This is our first out of Missouri, out of Kansas episode of Taco the Town on location in Nashville, Tennessee. It's good times, good music, good friends, and great tacos. Let's get to the show. Welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. We are on location this week, recording on location in Nashville, Tennessee, on location, music city, if you will, and a great taco city, I would say, I've found out. I'm joined this week by co-host... <laughs> Michael McMillan. Do you want me to redo that part? No, that was I'm gonna fantastic. Re- I'm going to no, redo that. never go back. I was just enjoying how much of a vision level robot you were <laughs> as you were just saying all of that dialogue. Well, I just do wrote not, it two seconds ago. Do here. not go back. I'm going. <laughs> no, never. You are a taco bot and yep. you love tacos oh, and we're going to talk about you being a taco bot. We are joined by co-host Michael McMillan. Hey, that's me. We are on a road trip, and we've come to this beautiful taco town, music town of Nashville, Tennessee. I mean, honestly, it's one of the best road trips, Dave, you and I have been on, and we've been on a few. And it's been full of good food, good fun, good folks, and great tacos. Like... Next level tacos, which we will get to who knew later in this episode. <laughs> who knew? Who knew? Baby? Now I know. And now it's time to tell the world Nashville's a taco town, folks. Oh, for sure. <laughs> What's that? For sure. For sure. Like I said before, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place oh, will no. go unmentioned until the ghost of Mel Tillis says that it's the right time for me to talk about it. Today, we'll be reviewing a great Nashville taco destination. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town on location in Nashville, Tennessee. Cue country music. Taco the Town, Taco the Town, Taco the Town, Taco the Town. 
Okay, let's find out what Taco Place will be reviewing this week. Today's taco destination is Moss Tacos. Por favor. <laughs> now, is it called Moss Tacos? Por favor. Guess I'll, I'll let you talk for a little bit here. Well, before the guests answer, I would like to say as your co-host, when I typed it into my map search, it See. came up as Moss Tacos, Moss tacos por, por, favor. por Favor. So it's Moss Tacos Por Favor. Technically, yes, but... In and the community, means, we usually refer to it simply as Moss Tacos or even just Moss. Oh, secret insider tip. Less common, less common, but still. And I like the, the sign on top of Moss Tacos, por favor, said Moss Tacos Delicious. Delicioso. Delicioso. Listen, and they that, are and that crushing brand. Delicious, correct? In every yes. way. They're just like Moss Tacos, por favor. Moss Tacos Deliciosos. Moss. Moss tacos, whatever it is, we're Just here. More of it, all of it. And it, it was me. delicious. I mean, spoiler alert. Guys, if you're <laughs> looking for any suspense in this episode, P.S., I am saying this full of uh, guac, Guacamole. homemade guac. Homemade guac. And blue, organic blue corn chips. <laughs> we're having the taco time of our lives. <laughs> Dave? Let's get into it. And what it. did you guys say earlier? Guess you said it's oh, guac o'clock. No. We did. It's when we got home, we said guac it's Yeah, guac o'clock. P.S. That is a crazy ex-girlfriend reference. Oh, it is. It is. My friend is uh, my friend and character, Tim, last name unknown from crazy ex-girlfriend. <laughs> he had an episode in season three where his wife harvested a bunch of avocados from their Backyard avocado tree, and he came to work and said, "Guys, it's guac o'clock." And I have nice uh, callback. That's great. I I have uh, adapted that term, and I use it every time it's time to eat because I like to remind people that I'm on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I adapted that term. I first heard my wife Jordan hold that mic her. a little bit. Closer. I mean, I I, I, I don't think I uh, invented that. No, no. It's, and by it's me, okay. I mean Tim because I'm Tim on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. No, I don't think they invented it. I think they are acknowledging that that is a term that fans of avocados use. Right. I will back away from the microphone now. Fair enough. That. Fair enough. Let's meet our guests, our wonderful hosts here in the music taco city of Nashville. Nash Vegas. What are some other terms that they call Nashville? Music City is a big one. one. What about Smashville? If you're Smashville a Preds fan, Smashville. For, yeah. What's for up the with them Preds? The why are the Predators taking over Nashville? And why is everyone telling me I have to go to a game tonight? Such a thing. Such a thing. Yeah, they went we to haven't the determined Cup it yet. A couple, two, three years ago. We're talking and I hockey. They were a brand new team, but they they've How been about, around for a bit, and there was I think there's some bandwagonness going on. But it was very exciting. Predators were in the Stanley Cup, and everyone in town became a fan. And even when we were moving to Nashville from LA, six, seven, eight months, a year ago, the first thing people said was, "You're going to be a Predators fan as soon as you move." That sounds like a threat. <laughs> and the first, War you said the else. first time you meet people, they say, hey, nice to meet you. You going to the Preds game tonight it's, or you want to go to the Preds game? It's the talk in Nashville. 
the, I guess you could say it's the taco. It's the, the town. taco. I, the town of Nashville. I think it's actually right now. the talkie, the hockey of the town. Correct. Oh boy. All right. Let's meet, oh let's meet our guests. <laughs> First, we have a Houston, Texas native. She's a school counselor. She loves Mexican food and she eats it maybe once or twice a She's week. She's literally eating it right now. And she, she needs it in her house. And she Leftovers needs She says she needs it Friday to function. Two days ago, people. She's eating a taco. She just prepared guac <laughs> and salsa and some jicama for the party here. <laughs> Let's. Say hello. Welcome to Taco of the Town, Jordan Hale. Hello. So happy to be here. Yay. And thank you for the guac. It's guac o'clock. Let's meet our second guest. He is a native of Kansas City, Missouri. He loves him some Kansas City Royals, Kansas City Chiefs. Casey Barbecue. Casey Barbecue. Would you say um, you like some high boy burgers as well? I love some high boy. I grew up with high boy. It's in my family. Yeah, you have uh, family um, roots in High Boy. Correct. Is yeah. it true that the High Boy boy was based off of you as a young child? It could be. It's it's debatable. <laughs> a lot of people are claiming that within my family. I have a big family. The the debate is over. You're the High Boy baby. <laughs> I can't wait for them to hear this. He works in the music industry here in Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome to Taco the Town, Daniel. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you guys. This podcast is so deadpan all of a sudden. <laughs> it's the most deadpan podcast the I've ever taco been on. Bot vibes. Guys, sorry um, I started the episode not, as a taco Why bot. are we acting taco as bot. if we didn't have the greatest night of all time? It was really great. This was the best the This is the come down. Guys, <laughs> listeners... You, the listener, we had the best night and the best tacos ever today. It was a pretty epic day. Let's go over our day, everybody. It was a great day, great night. We started out the day going to Broadway. Oh my God, yeah. In Nashville, where oh, all the honky tonks are. That was the official Nash Vegas. Uh, it was Nash Vegas. We went to Kid Rocks. What's it called? <laughs> We Kid did not rocks. go there. Fat Kid Rocks. We, we were pretty we much walked there, by there walking by. We it. called it Four Floors of Barf. We yeah. actually didn't I step in be proud to of the establishment. Kid Rock's got a honky-tonk bar. It is literally four stories of barf. <laughs> it is like... You could barf off four open windows <laughs> yes. in Kid Rock's I think that's bar. the idea, It's truly. like if you put a parking garage, bricked it over, put a bar on each level, slap Kid Rock's name on it, and put and a they, mannequin wearing Kid Rock's clothes from a 1999 music video on the front you door. You have when you a enter. business What's in Nashville. I think the exactly. full name technically is Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk. There I'm you pretty go. sure. Might have to fact check Four that, floors but. of barf. <laughs> the, except there's parentheses around the F at the end of barf. So it's four floors of bar. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we walked down Broadway today in downtown Nashville. And Daniel, Jordan, tell us what out of all the choices, and there were many, 
Where did we end up and how wonderful was it? There was live music playing in every bar. Literally, but we, we walked, went Dave, into one. Dave, before we get there, I'm sorry. I'm shushing. I just asked a question and I physically shushed the guest. Terrible co-host. Dave. We're used to it. Personal anecdote. Yeah. So is Dave. What <laughs> is your known history or rumors of Broadway in Nashville? Why did you want to come here and talk about those open windows and those bands? And uh, Well, I've always loved Nashville. My family, we would go to vacation in Florida from Kansas City. We'd always stop in Nashville. Uh, my little sister once met George Jones at the Marriott Bar. Wait, whoa. Wow. And he said, hey, good looking, what's cooking? How old Stop. was she? She was probably three. Whoa. Yeah. Not okay. Mildly inappropriate, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, and what if what Daniel tells me about George Jones, he's got some good George Jones stories. He was kind of a... a uh, difficult man. In Time his to years. launch a Patreon page. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've always, you know, I've, I love Nashville. Tootsie's is a famous bar. Talk about Broadway Street. What is? Yeah, my, it's where all the honky tonks are. Da- Daniel Jordan. What Daniel is Broadway Jordan Street? Is you guys practically live down there every day, oh drinking. You guys go-to. love pedaling on hang. those. We avoid uh, Broadway at all costs. Bar carts <laughs> that just seem is, to drive down Broadway a Street. a shining beacon within Broadway. Which so Broadway is a street back. full of old honky-tonk bars. Right. There's a band literally playing in every window. And this was at noon today. Uh, early. early noon. We were there at 11 a.m. It was packed with people. And Tourists. Bourbon country music style. fans. Yeah, it's Bourbon Street style. And Dave's... Dave's got family members who love Tootsies. They like to go to Tootsies. Uh, and uh, but Which is we in the airport at Nashville. Is that the airport. movie? Is that Tootsie. based on the Tootsie. movie Tootsie? I think it's I completely one of the greatest movies. Of, but okay, uh, yeah, it's great. One of the greatest movie. films of all time. I'm a huge Tootsie fan. Feminist okay. icon. If you put Richard Simmons and Reba McIntyre together, you get. Tootsie. <laughs> I and prefer Dustin to, Hoffman. I prefer to say Tootsie. 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 Okay, so why Roberts? Tell us. So we went to Roberts. It's not just Roberts. Roberts, Roberts Western, Western, Western World. World. Which was it's, fantastic. Right. It's legit old school honky talk, honky tonk, hockey Honky tonk. Did you say honky talk? Honky talk. I mean, they talk a lot of preds there. Actually, I think the other name of this podcast could be honky talk. (laughs) Honky talk. (laughs) It's just a bunch of honkies talking about tacos. (laughs) That's exactly what this is. Yeah. While we're in preds. Every podcast. Actually, every podcast could be called honky talk. (laughs) Honky tonk. And today was a special occasion. It was Merle Haggard's birthday, and they played some Merle Haggard. They did some Mama Tried. That was great. We love Roberts because there's so much reverence for the tradition of the honky tonk, and people just truly um, love what it's about. And so that's what keeps us coming back. It's old school. It's old school Nashville. Great session players. The old school like outlaw country. They don't play anything post like 1976. Right. It's traditional, it old school Nashville. 
some of the best players, some of the best session players. I think Alan Jackson's bass player of 30 years was playing in the band yeah. today. And he played a little Chattahoochee on he the... He played a little Chattahoochee for his call out. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. It's, it's super cool that the fact that like we dipped in on at 11.15 a.m. for a Pabst Blue Ribbon and listened to maybe... One of the greatest live bar bands that I've never heard of play some of the greatest songs ever played better and sung better than maybe the original recording, original recordings. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's in the Country Music Hall of Fame. She's in the Country Music Hall of Fame. It's just so casual. Right. It's almost as good as the music that was coming out of Kid Rock's uh, place. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, that exists so we can be in Roberts. Uh, just one criticism. Be aware of the man spreading oh, yeah. There's a lot in of that. Roberts' Western world. There's a lot of man spreading going on in Nashville in general. but <laughs> Definitely. Especially, especially on Broadway. Has anyone ever thought about opening up a sandwich shop called Man Spreading? <laughs> Well, now I have. We you should get, talk after. You get that's... a spreading butter knife <laughs> that's four butter knives wide. <laughs> and when you ask for mayo, they spread it beyond the bun. And in fact, it gets a little it's bit on your arm on you. and on your tray. And if you have a service pet with you, it might get on their head. The head of I your like, dog. It would like be the, the sloppiest made sandwiches in town. And no apologies. <laughs> Definitely no apologies. The man spread. Man spreading sandwiches. And the logo is just too wide open. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's just me and David. Mayo dripping. It's just no, David's I, and I, my I, legs Leo, spread Leo wide with uh, two, four wide butter knives. <laughs> Just on display. Watch out for that man spread sandwich. God, we'd sell millions. So you've had an amazing day, Michael. You said you had the greatest latte you've ever had. Oh, that's right. Just so everyone knows, I've had the best day of my life today. <laughs> I got, I heard some fantastic honky tonk music, and I got the best latte I've ever had in my life. <laughs> It, it was full of almond milk and butterscotch and espresso, and it was so good. And I looked over, and Dave was not happy with his tea. But my latte... I was happy you were happy what, with your butterscotch. Daniel, Jordan, Aww. you brought us to this uh, coffee establishment. What was it called? And It's called Steadfast. It's in Germantown, and they have one of my favorite coffee drinks, which is the Matchless... Oh, soda you were coffee. raving about yeah. this. It's Please orange. Very refreshing. It's coffee. It's soda. It's orange fantastic. Orange and coffee don't seem to go to, and soda don't seem this to go together. Make it work. Break it it's down. It's nice. It's very effervescent. Ooh, <laughs> good right word? word. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's kind of magical. It's not as sweet as you think it would be. It's just, it's a nice blend. You get the caffeine kick, get some orange, you get some bubbles. It's very refreshing. It's like a little On cocktail. On a nice warm spring day in Nashville. Beautiful day. Beautiful today. day. 
perfect Probably the day. best day we've had all year. Forecast called like for rain. From Kansas City and LA come to town. Forecast called for thunderstorms. Not a cloud in the sky. Maybe the most beautiful day anyone has experienced <laughs> in 2019. Maybe, maybe ever. <laughs> maybe ever. Now, Jordan and Daniel, you've lived in Nashville almost a year now. It sounds like he's punishing you, but he's not. Now, this is now my kid. Have you ever heard the show? This is my Every style. episode. I'm good with this. I must be used to this. This is fine. I, I, I Imagine like, I like punishment. Devo wants to talk to you about tacos. Here we go. Tell me about the taco scene here in Nashville. You guys have been to a lot of the taco places in town. Oh, man. I had a list, and you guys were like, yep, been there. It's so a decent amount. We're still exploring. Yeah. And we realize there is a lot. I find more it can be hit or miss for sure. But we've kind of zeroed in on a couple of really solid spots, and Moss is definitely one of we them. We have some go tos for sure. So some here's regular, the thing. So Moss, Moss Tacos is the number one, you'd say, that we did today. I'd say for sure Moss Tacos is the number one. Tacos Just best by, all around. Maybe one of our favorite places in Nashville thus far. And yes. here's the thing. I've I've lived in LA with these two and not in their home. But, <laughs> but close Daniel was, and Jordan are also what they're not telling you are massive food aficionados. Ooh. Both uh Jordan is an amazing cook. <laughs> Daniel is an amazing mixologist. And if anyone knows about food or drink, it's Daniel Higby. And Jordan Higby, and they will tell you all about it starting now. <laughs> Nobody knows more than Jordan and they, Daniel. Believe me. <laughs> oh, a Hondo P. And also, I just bought three, only three, but that's more than myself and a guest to that uh, fight you just promoted with that voice. So, oh, wait. No, but, this is but, all but I do want to say something. Now, Michael, let me let me say something first. How did you and Daniel and Jordan meet? Tell us that story. What's the story? Well, about? I want to. I want to. You want to say something else first? Hey, just so everyone knows, um, I am with three of my best friends right now and having the time of my life. Here's the thing: no one knows food more than Daniel and Jordan. Jordan. And Daniel both appreciate food and also produce fantastic food and drink. Daniel Higby is an amazing mixologist. If you go to his place, his home, he will he will mix an amazing cocktail. Jordan can cook you up any dream you've ever slept upon. These guys know their food. So their opinion of Moss Tacos, you gotta you gotta believe it. Believe us when we tell you they know food. Well, you asked them about food in Nashville, they know. Right. And they, you hit all the spots too. You guys go you're I mean, you're sampling the town. You're finding out what you like here, what you don't like, right? Well, literally when we talk about our priorities in life, we always talk about how good food and drink is top of the list so. right we vacation around like good food spots nice. it's kind of the just number to one give priority, you an idea yeah for sure so michael you met daniel and jordan in la when daniel and jordan lived in la 
correct? That is correct. And as I recall, Daniel has a better memory of how we actually met. He just has a which, better memory in general. Well, true. And so do you. I'm learning that my memory sucks tonight. <laughs> but uh, Daniel, Jordan, I met you both at Franklin and Company, a bar yes. on Franklin Avenue in Hollywood, California. We met watching the Royals in the uh, famous 2014 playoffs. That's correct. Take it away. You Boy. saw your KC hats, correct? The KC caps. Yeah. That's is, how you recognize kind of one of in Los Angeles. And kind of, I called it our cheers. Yeah. Franklin and Company, our little hood in Hollywood. At the time, one of the bartenders was from... Lee's That's Summit. Right. Casey Anna. Yeah. Uh, Anna Gilchrist, comedian, uh, all around amazing. Actress. And I actress, say funny Casey woman. Casey Anna, because there was two Annas working at this bar at the time. This is and true. We weren't trying to label Casey anyone. Anna. There was Anna who was from, I think, Indiana, which we should have called Indiana. her Indiana. <laughs> Actually, I'm I think we just she might have been from Illinois, but let's say Indiana. <laughs> And there was Casey Anna. We're not limiting anyone. Right. Anna Gilchrist is one of the, my best friends well, there's now. Like a special bond, I feel like, for people from mm. your hometown, especially Kansas City, being in L.A., when you meet people from your hometown. And you guys ended up watching every we, World we met, Series yeah, game? during the 2014 when the Royals were in the World Series against the Giants and spotted a KC cap. And I'm like, we need to watch baseball together. And I was and like, that's how it started. 2014 World Series. We met at a bar and, and became, as my wife now likes to refer to my class, my baseball husband at that moment. Absolutely. It's very real. And then I said, I love both of you. Please be my friends. <laughs> and we said, okay. <laughs> and it became official during the 2015 that, yeah. World Series, the Royals and the Mets. And then the rest is history, as they Which say. Which I think but. I watched every single game of 2015 and then 2016 at every local bar in Los Angeles. And you would ditch work and come meet me. <laughs> I'm no at, longer with the job that yeah, I ditched no, work this for. Is so pre it's good. your current employment. That's why I'm here in Nashville. You now. would take excuses to come meet me and watch games as best you could. Right. I'm an unemployed actor at the time. I'm in between seasons. I I'm a like typical nine to five job. I, I, I'm a freelancer. So Your full -time if I job a, was watching the Royals at the time. Oh, a hundo P. Yeah. We <laughs> met up at least three to four times a week. We also bonded over that Whit Merrifield was going to be the future of the Royals franchise. We were on, yeah, a Royals prospect very early. Yeah. We were yeah. we were scouting. We were farm team scouts. Can we for the please Royals. go scout Roy the Royals? The Royals. <laughs> let's go to London and let's scout Why London the Royal family. The Royal family. I just think I'm just saying let's go find our bullpen. Okay. Let's, now, here are some Nashville taco places. I want to know if, Jordan and Daniel, if you've eaten there and what your opinion is of these Nashville taco spots. 
We are reviewing Moss Tacos tonight, but there are some others that were in the top five. Uh, Taco Mamacita, which is a great name for a taco place. Have you eaten there? Absolutely. Yes. That was one of the first places Daniel ever took me in Nashville. Yeah. And I was coming out to Nashville quite a bit from LA for work in Nashville. And that was like an early spot I would hit. It's off Music Row in Nashville, Hillsborough Village area. What's Music Row? Because we went to Broadway today. And if I was a, if I were a transient, I would say, oh, isn't this Music Row? What's Music right. Row in Nashville? Music Row, well, Broadway is more of the honky tonks where you go out and bands play, a lot of drinking, the neon signs. Music Row is more of the business side of Nashville. It's where Kid Rock makes his records. <laughs> oh my God. Is it where Kid Rock eats his tacos? He probably eats them on the top floor of he the taco of his bar, of it, the barf. Barf. To avoid the, yeah, the barf that's flying Four down. levels. Four floors Four of stories barf. of barf. We'll we get music. into our next level game of four stories of barf later. Oh, my God. So but Taco yeah, Row. It's Yeah, it's off Music Row there. And it's a lot of music publishers back in the 50s, 60s. That's where a lot of the songs were written that, say, the Patsy Klein's of the world, Dolly Parton's would record. Now you say of the world, but you actually mean Patsy Klein and Dolly Parton right. wrote their songs there. And just the many of the, the George Jones, a lot of those artists, they didn't necessarily write their own songs. There was a lot of songwriters that would they would cut the songs the songwriters would write. And that happened on Music Row, which is a bunch of houses on two streets. Oh got it. So it was sort of like Hey, you all think they did this, but actually we're doing this and we're not allowed to talk about it. You talk about it. I think it's like the general public didn't know that there were these songwriters behind some of George Jones's biggest hits, for example. But that's, you know, from Music Row, they would pitch, they would call it, these songs to the artist. Patsy Cline's making a new record. We need, we're going to pitch some songs that we've written in these houses on Music Road to this artist. So this whole road is just like, hey, we're going to write some good songs and maybe Patsy Cline will sing it. Correct. Is there and, any truth to the rumor that George Jones never ate a taco? I've never I heard certainly that. Hope That's not fascinating. For his I case. can't believe that would ever happen. That was appalling. That's probably just an urban legend, right? It's gotta be, or I think like accidentally. I think you would most white people before 1972 never ate a taco. Oh my god, blasphemy! Let's be honest. Unless like, you're in Texas, if you didn't yeah. know George Bell before he established Taco Bell, you did not eat a taco. George, if you're rest a, in peace, George Bell, a white person, and George Jones for that matter, and George Jones. Eh, but George anyway. Jones. Taco Malasitas. George Bush Sr. Rest in peace, George. George. Let's think of all the Georges that have passed away in the last... George Martin. George, George Washington. George R.R. George R. R. Martin. George R.R. R. Martin might die before this podcast is... Released. Released and will never have the last two books of the saga of, the, of a song of ice and fire. And we are the first people to announce his death. Think about that. 
Rest in peace, George R. R. Martin. So the Taco Mamacita, you'd say, how many golden tacos would you give that place? Oh, my God. What's the system again? Uh, five being Ooh. best. It's tough because we Are we love... rating the taco or just the whole experience? You said you like something other than the tacos. I there, right? Correct. That's what I was kind of getting so to. What's... We love their chicken tortilla soup. Oh, man. Okay. That's five. Five out of five. Yeah, I would say that's five out of five. And that's kind of what brings us there. We get occasionally a couple one-off tacos. Their queso is really excellent. They do like a deconstructed well. chicken tortilla soup where they give you all the different ingredients in different little containers and then you mix it all together Whoa. yourself. There's something so really satisfying fun. about pouring in yeah. the broth. You got to pour your broth. You got to pour your broth, but it's very satisfying. It's fun. Super it's a good fresh. time. It's a great time. What about Baja Sexto Taco Lounge? We have, have not, not been. been there yet. We, we walked, walked by there. Past yeah, yeah, today. We're getting turned on to more taco escaping places. Broadway talk of the town is we in walked, town. Yeah, we walked past it today and it smelled like Tequila Harry's. Yeah. AKA greasy chips. Greasy chips. And a little bit from the pedal taverns going by. Maybe that was Let's talk hard. about the pedal taverns. What is up Must with we? these roaming pedal tavern bars? All over downtown Nashville, guys. I've God. never seen as many pedal taverns as I had today. They are singing. Nashville. They're pedaling. I got to give it to them for their commitment. They're having to a this. great time. But what They're are they really and time. why are they? Um, bachelorette parties. I mean, that's just like, it's Batchville. That's an, oh, that's another nickname for Nashville. Batchville. People no call it way. that. Yeah. There's so many bachelorette parties here that today. people call it Batchville. So yeah. pedal taverns are just roaming bicycle bars with a cabana over their heads, pedaling through an, an urban district full of one-way traffic, trying to make left-hand turns as they scream, Miley Cyrus's party in the USA at the top of their lungs while a college dropout secretly is just driving them through downtown Nashville. In terrible traffic. That's really yeah, painful. That's, that's all there. accurate. That's, right. that's yeah. exactly what it was, Michael. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Nailed people, it. People seem to love them. And there were also all these party buses, open air party buses and party like barges, party barges. And there was a guy that just had a pickup truck with a wooden crate in just the back. And they were bachelors partying. And kind of oh, are you talking about the basket of basic bitches? <laughs> oh, that's exactly what it was. We, we literally just a makeshift. saw a pickup truck yard basket. that had a, uh, trapezoidal reverse trapezoid of, that's actually correct. Fresh that was exactly what it was. It Home was a Depot two by fours, holding in twelve women, just listless middle aged like women. A mid-sized truck. It wasn't anything special. It, it was a this, and the music wasn't up very loud, and they no, were not having no, a great no. time. I think it was just from hysteria. They the thought they seat. were having a party. In fact, I'm worried for all of them. <laughs> They might never be seen by their friends and family members again. It was troublesome. I don't, I'm not sure. Everyone takes that risk every day, Michael. 
when they get on a party no guarantees, barge. you know. When you dip into a basket of basic bitches or <laughs> bastards or boys, you might not ever be seen again. Yeah. Oh man. It's one a dark place. All right. Um how about get out of that dark how place. about bar taco? Ever heard of that? Bar taco? I have. It's a very popular spot. I know of the one in an area called 12 South, which is, I think Reese Witherspoon has a shop there called Draper James. Imogene and Willie, it's a jean shop. It's a very uh, popular tourist. I thought it was a drapes shop. Is it a drapes shop? Drapes. All drapes. Draper James? Draper. Actually, if Reese Witherspoon opened a drapery shop, people would be We'd be flipping. Or she could open a cutlery or a silverware shop and call it Reese Witherspoon's. Matt Allen, do not air that part of the... <laughs> it's cute. That's a great idea. Uh, what about... You told me Tempo Tacos. Tempo? Ooh, now that's our Tempo jam. Tacos. Tempo. I think it's just Little called known. Tempo. Little I call known. it Tempo Taco myself. Yes. I go there for tacos. This um, place is fairly new, right? Yeah. Family is from San Antonio, Texas, which I love. And they just make really legit, beautiful um, Tex-Mex style tacos. It's definitely under the radar of a Nashville like spot of a, a new restaurant, a taco space. I would say they specialize in the breakfast tacos specifically, wouldn't you? Yeah, I go there once a week, and it's across town. And you usually don't go across town, and you usually stick to your your hood. But I drive across town once a week to get their breakfast tacos. What about a place called Bakersfield? Do they have tacos there? Have you heard of that? Bakersfield is great. Just went there recently before we went to the Ryman. The the Ryman is one of my favorite places in Nashville, but also one of my favorite venues I've ever been to. Um, they call it the Mother Church, and that's exactly the vibe. There's so much reverence for this beautiful, special, historic place. And whenever we see people um, or artists that we love play shows there, they always do something a little extra special for the Ryman. And you can take pictures outside of the Ryman with statues of country music people, right? Right. Bill Monroe, like father of bluegrass, I think. Minnie Ripperton's inside. She has a statue. Yeah, there's a lot of history there. I think Charlie Chaplin performed there like in like the what 1920s. What was Charlie Chaplin doing? Because he was in silent films. Right, he performed to did he do some soft, soft shoe. <laughs> did he eat some soft tacos? <laughs> he could have. Do you think that Charlie Chaplin ever ate a taco? Probably. No, he never did. I do bet you? he went. He, I bet he went to Mexico for sure. Yeah, but did he That's ever? Eat a he traveled. Where would he have? Because he didn't get it at Musso and Frank's. Which is one of our no. favorite restaurants, Daniel. That's another episode, Musso and Frank. It might Hollywood. be this. Does Musso and Frank's have tacos on the menu? No. I think you could make Absolutely a taco if you needed not. to. But they don't. They would it's the kind of a place they would make you one if you asked for it. They but do they not. don't have it on the no, menu. No, it's not on the menu. Did Charlie Chaplin eat a taco? I'm going with yes. I'm I, gonna say seventy five percent. I would say yes for how much he probably traveled. I think Buster Keaton ate his body weight in tacos during his time on this planet. Charlie Chaplin, I don't think he ever ate a taco. 
I don't. Well, they were around the same time. You think Charlie Chaplin was just opposed to tacos? I don't think he ate yeah, a what taco. What are you saying about man. Charlie Chaplin? Yeah, I what think Buster Keaton was more daring. I think Charlie Chaplin was like, I, what is this? I don't think he ever <laughs> saw one. Guys, this is important. It's up for debate. Did though? Charlie Chaplin eat a taco? Yeah, I'm going with the app. I'm going with no way. No. Tacos have been around in Southern California for a long time. I'm going. I'm going I want to see the Mexico research. Connection for sure. I haven't done right. any of it. Did Paul Newman eat a taco? For sure. For, for sure. sure. For, for oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Let's walk this back. Cary <laughs> Grant, Defs ate a taco. I'm going to go with no on that. Really? Cary Grant? Like, I'm not going to eat this. <laughs> I won't eat this. What is this on my plate? Why isn't it a sandwich? Get it out of my face. I like bread in between <laughs> on on the other side of my meat. Why there's no there's no bread on this sandwich? <laughs> Meanwhile, Charlie Ch Chaplin can't order anything cuz he's, he's, he's mute. A, he's mute. Yep. Yeah, I was so sad that he was mute. But All a big right. star so, Daniel and Jordan, how would you describe Nashville as a food town? I mean, we saw a lot of taco places just driving across town today, but what is the is oh, it's a hot chicken town, right? Lots of hot chicken. And That's kind of the thing it's known for. For tourists coming into Nashville, it's hot chicken. And you said hot chicken can ruin your day. If you're not it ready for it. Yeah, I'm day. not a hot chicken person. I learned that the hard way. It's hot coming Mild in and hot, hot coming out. Hot chicken can ruin my day. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, you got to put some time aside if you're gonna plan on eating some Nashville hot chicken. Well, for sure. Yeah, it can like you like sweat from the top of your head eating hot chicken. It's kind of painful. Mm -hmm. Then you were like, you advised us, okay, guys. I hope you don't want to eat a hot chicken this weekend. Yeah, we kind of threw we it out there. Like, we know people you coming want into town. That or and they were like, no. We were like, oh, thank God. Right. We're going to throw tacos. us out there. We know your guests. Do you want hot chicken? You guys said no. We were excited about that. We get it. It's a thing, but, you know. I'll just save it for the bachelorettes. We'll you come know, back They for can it. go get hot chicken. That's fine. That's the thing. It's a little bit of the basic. Bitch basket. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> All right, so um, every week here on the show, we like to check the taco news stories of the week. This is Ooh. this is called checking the taco ticker. You guys want to check the taco ticker? With oh my me? God, Let's absolutely! I, I right. know this, but I'm Let's down. do it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, taco ticker story number one. Most of our taco ticker stories involve Taco Bell in some way or another. Okay, preparing myself. Here we go. Taco Bell employees seen beating up customers after allegedly complaining about a long wait for tacos. So here we go. A fight broke out between Taco Bell employees and customers outside of the fast food restaurant in the set center city district of Philadelphia a few weeks ago, oh reportedly over tacos. The altercation, which was captured on camera and posted on Twitter, was apparently sparked after customers were complaining about the long wait times for their meal orders. The customer who was attacked in the video uh, was named Brian Reese. Six employees, six employees followed him outside of the Taco Bell what? 
After he and others complained about waiting 45 minutes for their taco orders. That's a long time for That's, Taco Bell tacos. This That's kind of unacceptable like, for Taco Bell if you go to Taco Bell. Just, I haven't heard this much sounds of the story. Like this but. isn't just about tacos to me. Yeah, six employees. I didn't even know there were six employees working yeah, at Taco Bell. I only Bell ever see like time. two. Um, he said the store was full of other customers waiting for nearly an hour for their orders, too. The employees claimed to be inundated with Grubhub orders and were unable to fill walk-in oh. customers right away. That's see, there's there's we've a, run into that problem before here oh, really? in Nashville. Yeah, we've seen um, places get kind of overrun with like takeout orders to where they're not fulfilling all of their actual customer orders. Uh, the man claims the complaints eventually bothered the employees enough that three of them jumped over the counter and followed him outside where his girlfriend was waiting, and they began to beat up the pair. So they beat up him and his girlfriend. It is wow. not clear why his girlfriend was targeted. A, I backed out of the store. They continued to follow me. They put me on the ground, and I don't really remember too much else, except for when I got up, my girlfriend was on the ground being beat, too. She wasn't even in the store at the time. Yikes. Um, he filed a complaint to Taco Bell, and he said he was given a $20 gift card. Which is a lot of Taco Bell, by the way. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. I, mean, I guess. The chain refused to immediately give him the names of the employees involved so he could press charges. Um, they eventually provided him with names and they were charged for assault. And all of the confirmed employees involved in the beating were fired. Wow. That was That's a heavy. That was a very violent Taco Bell employee group they wanted they were out for blood i mean at least for once no one crawled out of their car through the drive-in window yeah, drive-through window yeah most of our stories about irate customers taking action Crawling against taco bell out people. of their driver's side Just window into the drive-through and this yeah and this was the employees taking it reverse yeah reverse this is a little switch yeah. Wow. I mean, we all know Taco Bell's problematic. It's a it's a hot button. It's, it's a, a hot it's a hot button going issue. Going to Taco Bell after midnight, right? I mean, that's what did they say? What time of day? I this think was? they lock the doors. You can't get in after ten. Do right? you remember the time that you and I went through a McDonald's drive-through after yeah, I midnight? Heard, I remember it every day with an Uber driver named Sandy who dropped us off at the forum and and down south of downtown LA to go see Bob Seger and I left my phone in the Uber and she came back sweet sandy and asked us to meet her at a McDonald's <laughs> and we offered to buy her a Big Mac actually I think that's specifically why she wanted us to meet her at McDonald's yeah, she said I'll meet you at the McDonald's. And we said... I think she drove 20 miles get, to meet us she, at the McDonald's. She did. And she said, now that I'm here, I would like a Big Mac and a large fry and a medium Coke. And we were more than happy to oblige. We, Daniel and I, sat in this drive-thru with this Uber driver that was... 30 minutes. Oh, Upwards of 45 minutes. We'll drive through that night. 
it was out of control. But I needed my phone, which I had unfortunately left in the car because I was too excited to to watch Bob Seger play live at the forum. Let's Sandy talk about that, that Bob Seger concert. That was a I mean, I experienced here in Kansas City. I mean, if I'm going to look back on 2019, the two best nights so far have been tonight and the night that Daniel and I met Sandy and saw Bob Seger play live in I flew back from Nashville to L.A. to go see Bob Seger with Michael. And you got a shot glass as the final tour. Got a shot glass and a T-shirt for the woman to the left of me. And then what is the, the quote wind. that it says on the back? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Uh, we we were leaving the concert and said, hey, let's check out the merch. You're excited. And you were like, the, the line is too long. We want to get something. And I was like, let's check it out. Maybe I want a t-shirt. Maybe you do. And we get in this line and guess what happens? You see what? I see. Well, first of all, being a Royals fan, the color powder blue is very <laughs> special and important to me. From the Royals' heyday with George Brett in the 80s, wearing really, powder blue. really jumps out. And the Bob Seger song, Against the Wind, also an album title, is, is a powder blue cover. The beautiful shot of horses galloping on the cover in action, motion. It's one of the most beautiful album covers ever. I, I agree. I mean, it's one of the most beautiful things that a white man could ever dream of. Just horses running. Horses in motion. Horses, horses in, motion. in motion. It caught my eye. And I realized at that moment I needed to bring a gift back for my wife from L.A. And I couldn't think of a better idea. And then I think Michael pointed out to me, he's like, what's, there's a lyric, there's like something that says on the back of well, the t-shirt. Well, I actually was like, I wish... I want that shirt, and then we realized it was only for women. For I this. forgot the the horses in motion are galloping on water. That's uh, lest we forget horses in motion on water. But anyways, to the quote, one of my favorite lines. I think of the. I think I'd said this during the show. Is the line of the song, which Bob Seger so eloquently puts. I wish I didn't know now, what I didn't know then. Think about it. Go back to the song. Beautiful line. It's on the back of this shirt that I see with the horses in motion. In lovely cursive. In the in the scratchiest, heaviest cotton you can imagine. But it's, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Jordan, how often do you wear the shirt every other day? Or You know, I've worn it when I was running. Against the wind. Against the wind. <laughs> trying to evoke those beautiful horses. And it was lovely. I'm just jealous of women's Careful. fashion. I feel like I'd like Careful. to wear You know what? JVN I, shops on whatever side of the aisle he wants, and so can you. I'm done. just saying. Done. Well, just thank, saying. Thanks for checking the taco ticker with me, guys. I appreciate that. That was great. That was fun. So let's let's get to this taco review. What do you say? Let's, Down to business. To let's put these tacos to the test. So let's get to these Moss Tacos, tacos. Moss Tacos, por favor, tacos. Moss Tacos, tacos. Delicioso. What did everybody order at Moss Tacos 
First of all, Moss Taco is very popular. A line forms at 5.30 out the door, but you have to keep the door closed. So you, it's a health code violation. Mm-hmm. So you can't hold the door open, but there is a line out you the door. You found that out. I did. Mm-hmm. I was scolded. The hard way. A little slap on the cheek. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very popular. You'd say the line goes around the corner, right? Oh Sometimes. God. Yeah. Frequently. I think it's one of the more popular spots. Definitely in East Nashville where it's at, but... I think people come from all over Nashville to go to Moss But Tacos. also one of the most efficient places ever. They Our get food your food out so fast. Got out so fast. And it's always yeah. perfect. Cash only, which I kind of... And check. Yeah, cash yeah, or check. Happen to be having, if you happen to be still writing checks, they accept checks. It was written on a paper plate taped to the menu. It said cash <laughs> and checks only. <laughs> but it's very popular. They've got a lot of seating. There was like, what, three or yeah, four different bad. rooms? Outdoor patio, which where we were at. A little tiny bar in the back room. The patio was great. The patio was like you were in your friend's backyard. Yeah, it's in, in, in a neighborhood, too. Like you would not expect Just a restaurant to be in. where it is, yeah. too. It's lovely. And and you park in the street. There's There's... Some parking right there in front, but most people, I mean, people were parked yeah, way the down the street and, and walking to Mas Tacos like, like they're on a mission. Um, we saw like rows and rows mm-hmm. of people coming out of the trees, out of their cars. <laughs> they literally got out in of the brambles and leaves at the top of the trees, <laughs> scurried down the trunks of those trees. And then, and then clasped they, yeah. hands and walked down the sidewalks to hand in hand to to Moss Tacos Por Favor. And what did everybody order tonight? We all got the tacos, but then they also have some delicious sides as well. Uh, Daniel and I did something we almost never do, which is that we ordered the same order. So I ordered the fried avocado taco and what's the name for it? The spicy beef one. I think it's the Melita? Carne Melita. Carne Melitas. That's right. Melitas. So I ordered those two tacos and Daniel beef. ordered those same two tacos. And that's a testament to how good that is. Like we both wanted our own versions of that. We like to share sometimes. Like you have to, a little bit of yeah. this, a little bit of that. We both wanted those same two tacos. Yeah, like I want my Which own. Which is our current favorites at Mas Tacos. It's they a have testament tacos. to your marriage. You are a strong incarnate carne marriage. <laughs> But we also got some sides. Had to get some sides. Elote. Elote. So good. What's you say elote? That me. Elote. Elote. What is elote? Elote is um, it's like a classic Mexican street dish. So it's corn on the cob, but it also has um, queso fresco, so that like crumbly white cheese, and crema and some um, spices, and it's amazing. And what did you get, Michael? Um, I got the, um, pause while I pull out the list that I wrote down for my mems. A little fried tilapia, I think. I did for sure. Hold on. Oh, tilapia taco. Yeah. Tilapia taco. By the way, it's corn tortilla. Oh man. Excellent. Love what they did with the corn tortilla there. They grill it or it's like some char on it. It's like kind of crispy, but still like folds into the. It's so hearty. And did not fall apart. Did not fall apart. It's so homemade. Which is such a key element. I'm sure you guys talk about this. Such a key 
part of the taco It's also experience. the double corn tortilla taco. So you get like two layers of tortilla. Mm. Definitely homemade. Tastes like it's made with love. I ordered the, uh, I, I got three tacos. The fried tilapia taco. The carne, what was Molina. it? Molina. And the pulled pork taco. Um, so I nice. walked myself up from fish to pork to ground beef. Um, all, I mean, do we, we don't talk about, do we talk about the flavor? Everything. Okay. Um, Let's talk about it. All three. Uh, some of the best tacos I've ever had, ever. And then I shared some of the Elota so graciously mm. from our hosts. So good. Gave me a couple spoonfuls of their Elota and one fried plantain, which I'm always a fan of. When we need to get into the flavors and the passion, let me know. Go for it. But I, well, I, 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 I mean, the passion's there. I can feel the passion already. The passion is taking over. It's been interrupting <laughs> everyone from the moment this podcast began. Uh, honestly, guys, like no shit. I had one of the best taco meals of my life for sure certainly on this podcast and no slam against kansas city no slam against taco via and no in taco via but honestly i there i i had one of the best meals i maybe have ever had in my life tonight at moss tacos these each taco was delicious. Now there were bites that I enjoyed more than others, but overall with the elota and the fried plantain and uh, the sensations were swarming over other emotions. Oh yeah. And I had, um, I had literally certainly the best tacos I've ha I've had in my life. And one of wow, the big. one of I'm, I'm not big shitting day. you guys. One of the top ten meals I've ever had in my life tonight. I am blown away by Moss Tacos. That makes me so happy. I love that. Can uh, Daniel and Jordan describe the plantain dish that you you got? Okay. I would say, because I went to school in Miami, and so this was reminiscent of something that I had a lot when I was there. Um, there's a Cuban dish that my friend's like sweet Cuban grandma used to make for us, and it was plantains that were like, I don't know if they're slow roasted or what, but they get really caramelized. And so she would serve us those over um, black beans, like just like very long stewed spicy black beans and so that was always a go-to dish and so they do a version of that here at Mas Tacos even though Mas Tacos I would say is very authentic Mexican they have this Cuban element as well do you want to add to that you love the plantains no that was really well said that's Aww. exactly what I was thinking it was drizzled it was, with um, it was Ooh. what was that Drizzle that it had on I'm it. pretty sure it's condensed milk, like a condensed milk sauce. Yeah, it's definitely sauce. condensed milk. Yeah. Yeah, the sweet plantains. Yeah, it's like a slow roasted, mm -hmm. caramelized. That's perfect. It's kind of like so a nice tasty. dessert after the tacos. I had um, 
two chicken tacos. So good. And and they weren't they weren't um skimpy with the filling. Yeah. And and the shell didn't they fall were apart. Chock full. They were chock full of goodness. And then I had yeah. one of the quinoa and sweet potato tacos. And then there was yeah, a they have big good veggie options there yeah. too, which is nice. And they give each table a big bottle of what is that hot sauce, the salsa oh, they man. give. It's a Mexican hot sauce. It yeah. is a um, huge I think bottle. I have from a Guadalajara. Photo of it on my phone. I will check we it right now. We even saw one woman try to walk <laughs> out with it in her purse once. True and story. This bottle is like a foot two and a half liters. tall. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's huge. It's like we saw a woman try to put it in her purse huge one time. Bottle size. Oh, yes. It is a hot sauce called Vala, uh, Valentina. Valentina. And I've only nice. seen it at Mastaka. I'm not sure Same. where it's from. And it's a si- oh. It's about the half a size of a three-liter bottle of Coke. It's really good. Sure. And we think we're, we're all leaving out one of the most important things of the night. Guy Fieri has been to Mastacos. <laughs> How could we forget? And he signed the wall. Of course he did. And he approves. He didn't sign the wall. He spray painted his, his face, face on, the on wall. a stencil, through right. a stencil right. on the wall. That's quite a signature. This is one of Guy Fieri's dives. <laughs> Gary Fieri. Guy Fieri. I like to say Fieri. Fieri. Guy one of Fieri. His, I would assume dives. Yeah. Because it's not a drive-in. It's not a diner. I call it a joint, a taco joint. Oh yeah, it's definitely it's a, a taco joint. joint. But I guess it would be under the dives if you had it to pick falls under the three. It wasn't a yeah, dry, let's talk drive about in. this place. It is a let's talk about it. It's a It's not a diner. It's, it's not, not a drive-in. No, it's a dive. I mean, it's, it's a, dive. a dive. It's a dive. It is a market in a dive. It's a I would say a hipster dive. It's become that from East Nashville. But not, but but is not East by Nashville design. the hipster Nashville? East Nashville? Yeah. Yes. I yeah, would say East Nashville is. is definitely more of the hipster part of Nashville. Mm-hmm, but we love it. See, more people are moving in from like ourselves from Los Angeles or New York. But this place has been around. Um, it was there before East Nashville started getting hip. And so it's definitely got some good cred, like in the neighborhood. It's not just the new. I mean, honestly, that was one of the things I was excited about when we moved here. Was like we have Mastacos. I was coming here for work well before I moved here, and that was a special place before I came here. You moved here mostly because of Mastacos, correct? But then you had it. Then you're like, oh yeah, I have a job here as well. Yeah, I can make this work on a professional level. My career, make a living while having Mastaco. Make a living for so that we can eat. But honestly, a big part of it was like, babe, they have mas tacos here, and it's one of my favorite restaurants in the world. That's how you convince Jordan to marry you, babe. (laughs) Babe, mas tacos. Babe, listen. Well, yeah, my my side dish was I got the black beans, and they had plantains in the black beans. That was a great side. That's Uh, that's a go-to for us for sure. And we were all full. We all had, how many, you had three tacos or two? I only had had two two tacos, but we had plantains in the elote. I ate three plus the elote and one tiny plantain. And I was so full and so satisfied. Honestly, this restaurant is 
maybe the best Mexican I've ever had in my life. Like it blows everything I've had in LA out of the fucking water. This was delicious. Delicious. Delightful. Delightful, delectable. Delicioso. Delicioso. Indisputable. It was um, mas no menos. Oh, wow. What's that mean? It was more, no less. Oh, wow. I like that they keep it really simple. Like their menu is always pretty small, pretty basic. So they just do like a handful of things and they just do them really, well, really, really specials. well. specials. They do tamales like during the week, veggie, meat tamales. Do yeah. they do soft corn tamales? Well, they just do like typical traditional tamales. Okay. I might so they're like in the back. little husk. Yeah, they're really good. Hmm. Do they do breakfast? They do a chilaquiles special for breakfast oh, on Saturdays. Shit, I bet it's so good. Yeah, I haven't had it yet. I'm excited to we try it. We haven't actually done breakfast. Mm-hmm. We'll have to do that. But it's like a Things to look forward it's like to. It's a weekly thing we do is meet up at Mas Tacos after work. I wish you guys met at Mas Tacos. Oh, that would be cute. How did you guys Definitely meet? Definitely renew our vows at Mas Tacos. Jordan and Daniel, how, how did, did you meet? meet? I know. <laughs> you tell it really well. We both, I currently work in the music industry. I Jordan used to. Also, Kid, Kid Rock worked, used to work in the music industry. On the fourth. This is the story of Jordan Daniel. City. <laughs> Kid Rock. Jordan and Daniel. Yeah. This might be another. Jordan Daniel. Our name oh, at, at Moss Tacos today was Jordan We have been criminally uh, uh, leaving out. <laughs> The George Daniel experience that we had at Mas Tacos. Well, when you place your order, you give your name. They just call out your name. There's no number. They call out your name. and You pick up your taco at the window. And I guess I usually leave my name. And then I just didn't say anything. when they Well, I'm trying name. to mix it up. You know, like we can alternate. Jordan said her name. And I just decided to put our names together and say George Daniel as a joke. And they actually wrote that down. <laughs> And they kept on calling out that. They took we didn't us even so realize it. Jordanio. Jordanio. Listed on. And Dave and I kept going, I, th- I think I that's think, you. Is that, you guys were like, is that us? We're like, it was I think listed so. on the little paper tray they gave us with the taco, Jordanial. Yeah, the little tub, paper there. tub. You've got, got you have you your can, name. Mas you have your tacos couple name now. gave you guys your celebrity <laughs> and from couple this name, forward, which is Jordanial and Mas Tacos. <laughs> But yeah, we we met in the music industry mm-hmm. in Los oh, Angeles. This is actually a very cute story. <laughs> you have to tell this. It is going to stan all of our listeners. Uh oh. Well, there's this movie called Pitch Perfect. Anyone's heard of it? Jordan worked on Pitch Perfect. Mm-hmm. Music supervised, placing the music. I represent music. There's an artist, Andy Grammer, he had a song, Keep Your Head Up, which was in the first movie. I had that song. She worked on putting that song in the movie. I had to call him and ask him about it. And I had a bunch of like naive questions and he was really patient and sweet and helped me. kind of email exchange, a work relationship for about a year before we met. So you guys for a year were just like, and who writes this song? Ugh, this guy. 
But then inside and being why, like, oh, he's and nice. And he's singing this. Like no, there was chemistry from the start. Well, exactly. So what the fuck? Why? How did it go from like... It was a work thing, I think. It was a work you thing. Know, it's but like you didn't work in the, the same company. Yeah. Keeping it professional. Yeah. Keeping it professional. But you didn't work in the same no. company. Correct. You were writing letters to one another via email about Pitch Perfect. There was some extra flirtiness some flirty in the email, email for sure. Where oh. did it go from like, ask Richard, he's got this. Right, right, right. To like, what else do you like to I know. listen to? Well, it was after we met. Do you like was, Kid Rock? That was, was always the first out that There's a Jordan lived on the street where my office was. And so that was kind of the first end. That's true. I noticed that so in his email like, we should get signature. Together. You work yeah. up the street from where I live. I was like, oh, I live on Beachwood Drive. We should like hang out. And then I made up the fact that my company had Wine Fridays just to get oh. Jordan over. Time out. You. <laughs> that was his move. You said my company has a thing called Wine Fridays. I mean, we kind of do it as a company just in general. I'm like, you should come over. We have clients come over. You should have... Ladies, if you're listening to this, if any person says, I have a Wine Friday at my house, (laughs) enter at your own risk. Also, run away. But what? Was there actually a Wine Friday? Or don't run away. You might meet your significant other. There was kind of a low level within our office of Wine Friday. I made it more of an event to get her over to the office so we could you hang were out. like and you got t-shirts made and everything that said hey wine Friday. Sure. you told wine your boss Friday. one t-shirt and made. your co-workers hey listen this really awesome woman that i've been talking about pitch perfect music rights with um and licensing <laughs> uh she thinks we have a thing called wine fridays so everyone wear these t-shirts it. and go with it so I can maybe ask her out on a date and hold these wine glasses. Right. Also, but don't, you don't have to drink it; just hold it. And just look like I bought two cases of wine. Just stay ten minutes after work. This is to my make friend this for me. Michael. He's an actor. He's gonna play our bartender. Oh my god! And a sommelier. Uh, wine Fridays, everybody. Let's get this going. And then the jig was kind of up when I realized everyone left work at the end of the day. And I realized there was no Wine Friday. When And I kind of canceled. I'm like, well, the Wine Friday's not happening, but we should. Because <laughs> it never existed. We should still hang out. I could do like three weeks from now or tonight. No, I came to Wine Friday. You did come to Wine Friday. And you Friday. were like, where's I brought Chloe. the wine? I brought Chloe as my like buffer. Who's Chloe? My little pupper. We okay, because everyone thought it was your daughter for a second. Oh my gosh, stop! But there was like three people there for. I mean, she Friday. is my daughter, but also yeah. So but you the, came to one so, Wine Friday, and then there was a second Wine Friday. Yeah, and like by now the chemistry is going, and we're kind of like, I think I know what's going on here. Right. When you showed up and there was no Wine Friday, <laughs> what were you thinking? Honestly, did not care. Was super excited. Oh, oh and wow. when you, had you guys exchanged <laughs> photos yet? We'd already seen each other once at like a work hang. Oh, yeah. cool. Like more it of a group thing. Up, for it sure. was heating up. And now you're married. Aww. And we're in your home. And you have wonderful taste 
in tacos. Oh, oh my gosh. We do. And quick Thanks. sidebar, which I don't think Michael realizes this. Maybe he does. I probably told him. But our first date was at Franklin and Company where Michael and I first met. True. Special spot. I know that. And I appreciate I you reminding me. I, I appreciate it. you reminding all of us. That's our local bar where actually Daniel and I had our first friend date. <laughs> our first Baseball meet husband date was on, on at Franklin and Company watching the Royals playoffs in 2014. Go Royals. <laughs> All right. So let's do our final rating. I mean, I know these are going to be high. Moss Tacos. One being lowest, five being best. Golden tacos. How many golden tacos would you give Mas Tacos, Por Favor, Delicioso? Wow. I mean, honestly, it's one of my favorite tacos. I kind of go, I kind of side with Michael on this where it's, uh, yeah, I feel like I got to give it five golden tacos. I can't think of much of a better, especially being here in Nashville and currently it's definitely one of my favorite restaurants Me too. here. I, I honestly, the only tacos I've had that even somewhat rivaled this were actually in Mexico. And so it's like, I just feel like this is this is the best. I'm going to give it five. Okay. Um, I would give it five golden tacos. Because you've said in the past, I'm not going to give any taco five. I got to, I got to, you know, I'm not going to just, it's got to be one golden taco. Uh, if it's come, I'm going to give it five out of five golden tacos. I had the tilapia. Great. The pork, uh, pulled pork, amazing. Uh, the carnes, amazing. Um, if we're going tacos only, I would go now. Are we rating the tacos or the restaurant? Just all together, man. Okay, all together. So here's the thing: the horchata. Oh yeah, I heard the horchata was. I didn't want to bring up the next horchata. level. Yeah, that was. And I got it, and it kind of maybe it was a bad batch. It wasn't good. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It just was like I think it was bottom of the. I took one barrel. sip and I was like, "That's what that tastes like." I'm done with it. I. It's not gonna be my drink for my meal. It wasn't good. Um, it's, it was too watery. There, it yeah, was missing. It, it was good. missing the cinnamon. It, there was something about yeah, it. Yeah, you're it right. It was missing right a little mixture. something. The balance wasn't good on the horchata. Uh, even when mm, we mixed it, it still didn't taste. My right. tacos were great. Uh, the Elota was fucking so good. So good. Fried plantains were amazing. I would give this. Honestly, this, these were the certainly the best tacos I've had on this show, and I struggle with that because you are a KC-based taco podcast. We are in Nashville, and I've done. Taco Via and what was that other place? Rachos. Oh, uh, Adelitas. Yeah. Heads and above. Heads and shoulders above that. Uh, both of those. Nostalgia, whatever. Uh, so tacos were 4.9 to 5.0. But my horchata uh, side side dishes 
bump it up. My horchata sucked. So I'm going to go 4.9 golden tacos. I'm going 4.7 out of 5 golden tacos. It was amazing. Really, really good. Pretty solid. Really, really good. How does that stack up with the rest? I'm going to have to check with the with the numbers guy. He keeps oh, track of all this. Bernie. I, I did Bernie in accounting. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I don't I, he keeps Bernie track of Sanders it. is your accountant. <laughs> all right. Well, if you're in Nashville, please We are. If you're coming down this way, oh, you're talking to the listeners. Oh, I'm talking to the listeners right now. I thought you're asking me if I was in Nashville. If, no. If you I are am. if you're coming to Nashville and you want some tasty tasty tacos, go to East Nashville and go to Moss Tacos. Honestly, you'll probably on, see myself yeah, and Jordan we'll there. Probably Jordan there. and Daniel will be there. Honestly, the best fucking tacos I've ever had in my life. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back after this break. Hey folks, Dave from Taco of the Town here. Let me tell you a little bit about Lotus Pool Records. Did you know that Lotus Pool wants to be your record label? They have a treasure trove of countless euphoric epiphanies awaiting your discovery. An eclectic collection of magically beautiful music that is not afraid to challenge you as much as it wants to earn your respect. Its artists work incessantly to produce perfect albums. Albums that want to be your best kept secret. Sample the entire Lotus Pool catalog for free at lotuspool.com. Enjoy voice of action, self-titled dish of sexy rock. Poster children's critically acclaimed political sledgehammer, Grand Bargain. Chris Cardwell's deeply sincere debut, Burning Heart. The siren song seduction of Heidi Lynn Gluck's Pony Show. And the brilliantly remastered re-releases of Zoom's Helium Octopede, produced by Greg Sage of The Wipers, and Rockin' in Rio, now available on 8-Track. Once you've discovered the magic of Lotus Pool music, please share it with your friends. Some secrets are too good to keep. Check them out today at lotuspool.com. All right, it's time for Taco Topics. This is the in-depth taco questionnaire. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. Jordan and Daniel, I need your in-depth taco opinions. Just... Bear your taco soul to to me and the listeners and Michael Can't here. Wait. Question number one: What's the one thing you look for in a taco? Okay, I have a thought. I've got to say, it just has to have a really solid homemade tortilla. And those at Moss Tacos today were oh, amazing. Man. Yes. I guess that's why I married this woman. I was saying the same thing. <laughs> the tortilla, that's I think, is so key. And that can make or break a taco. Yep. Yeah. We we were discussing that as we were eating those tacos today. We we're like, this tortilla is legit and tortillas make the taco. Yep. So good. All right. Question number two. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? Definitely soft. Soft. Hot or mild salsa? I'm going to say mild. Kind of like a combo. Ooh. A little hot and mild. Just and that little, medium. A Just a little... I usually don't do too much hot, but I kind of like a little bit of kick. Did you put any? Did you put a lot of that Valentina on on those tacos? I kept on up. You can always do more. Is my thing. I put a little bit on and I kept on adding to yep, it. I did. I did that. like a dash, and it yep. was perfect. Okay, cilantro, pro or yes. no cilantro? I'm very pro cilantro. I love cilantro on the taco. And like, those those tonight? Did they have cilantro? Yeah. Yeah. 
That was one of the things I think on the menu board was include cilantro, lime, and tax. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's very traditional. Like you get a like street taco in Mexico. It always has like cilantro and onion. If you're not eating tacos, what's the one thing you eat a lot of as much as I eat tacos? Like anything or like Mexican food? Anything other than tacos. For me, it's probably Italian, like pizza pasta. Have you found a good Italian place in town yet in Nashville? You know it's what? We have a really good we have a really good pizza place over here that we love. Five Points Pizza. We kind of do that as much as Mas Tacos. So yeah, we love that there. place. We haven't found it's a good go to Pizza by the Slice, which is awesome. Five Points Pizza. Yeah, um, we haven't found a great go to Italian restaurant yet, though. There's a really good place called Ralph and Daughters, which is by that Steadfast Coffee in Germantown. Ralph and Daughters. Ralph. 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 Like Ralph. You can. Rolf the dog from the Muppets. Rolf and Daughters. Yeah, I got four Rolf and Daughters. I don't know what's wrong with Guys, that. I got to get home. I got I four Rolf go. and Daughters. My here. wife is up to her shoulders in Rolf and Daughters, and they're all mine. I, I've i been working at Kid Rocks all day. I'm up to my oh, no. ankles and puke. And I got to go home to my Rolf and daughters. You ain't had it rough till you've had four Rolf and daughters at your house. Rolfing all day all over your cupboards. But Rolf and daughters has excellent pasta. That's true. (laughs) They're rolfing up that pasta at Rolf and daughters. Hey, they're wolfing down that pasta and they're ralfing it back up in my house. There and is a there is a pasta carbonara in my fridge right now oh, that yes. I made. From if you Rolfin? guys if you Jordan guys want makes any a later, killer homemade. No, I made it. Oh, Have nice. you guys ever been to the Ralph and Dolphin <laughs> in Malibu? No. Hey, I, it's a great place to meet singles <laughs> and biscuits in Nashville. That's my new thing. <laughs> I thought you were like all biscuits. Now, Jordan and Daniel, is there any truth to the rumor that you're starting your own biscuit podcast called Split and Biscuits? Split and Biscuits. <laughs> we're just spitballing it this weekend. Oh my God. It's a we're workshopping progress. that. We'll idea. get the paperwork together. We might have to but sign we you do guys. love going all over Nashville. Love a good biscuit. And trying Let's talk biscuits. Split and Biscuits. What makes a good biscuit, in your opinion? I'm a hard. And fluffy biscuit, man. I like it a little scony on top and on the bottom. And I like to poke a fork in it, split it in half, and have a nice fluffy middle that I can butter up with jam and butter. Amen. That's kind of like, that's right up my alley. It's a beautiful biscuit you just described, Michael. I just talked, I just literally described my wife. Scony. <laughs> Dream woman. So, so scony. <laughs> just, that biscuit you described just, is your dream woman. Built a snowman and then <laughs> described it as my wife. Oh boy. Um, I love a, I always like to say I love a flaky, fluffy hybrid. That's my, yeah. A little bit of both. I like flake. There. Light I, like a I, like, I like fluffy, but a bit weighty. Do you like I like a light biscuit. I like a light biscuit. I like a light biscuit. I'll t- I'll be with my Englishman. The scone the stands Highlands. alone. Just eating the scone. You know what? I think I'd rather have a scone. 
Oh, yeah. Let's not start on scones. Let's not go there. Okay, guys. Do you think Nashville is a good taco town? From what I've seen, it's a pretty good taco town. I would say it is good. I think it's I think it's getting even better. When I look at places like Tempo, I think we're I think we're growing even more. I agree. It, yeah, and I think there's more to discover here. But yeah, but there's know the names of places. You guys are yeah, very aware. Good. Can you drop real quick for the listeners? Check out these places. Top of the head. Moss Tacos, and then what else? Tempos, what else? Those are my big two right now. Taco Mamacita? Taco Mamacita. Taco Mamacita, yes. I don't love love Taco Mamacita's tacos. I love their other stuff. Bakersfield. Their tortilla soup at Taco Mamacita. I mean, there's Bar Taco on 12 South. There's another great spot we go to there. I can't think of the name. But it's great. And there's great queso. I mean, things from being in L.A. so long, you don't have queso. And there's oh, queso we at forgot every... about. Well, there's one other place over here on in Is East Nashville called El Jalisense. Yeah. And they have such good, authentic Mexican treats, good including tacos. tacos. Yeah. They do really good shrimp tacos here no in Nashville. No one has brought up shrimp tonight. And I feel like Nashville's all up my out the shrimp. There's some oh, good Gulf shrimp going on over here. But yeah, yeah, shrimp tacos at this spot is great. It's a really good go-to. Great. We call it our cheap eats place. It's pretty simple. We'll yeah. Get out of there without spending a lot of money. I mean, you guys are dropping a full belt of taco truth grenades on us right now. Everyone, go check these places out. Daniel, Jordan, if I may ask, if you had to wake up tomorrow in Nashville, which you will, and had to get a taco or breakfast taco, where would you go? That's easy. I would go to Tempo. Tempo. It's, the I think, the best breakfast taco spot here. There's not that many breakfast tacos in Nashville. There's some one-off breakfast burritos, which is different than a breakfast taco. Yeah. We don't talk about burritos. Tempo's the spot. Okay, great. Okay, we're let's in, say you wake up here. at 2 p.m. tomorrow. Where do you get dinner? If you want tacos. <laughs> Mas Tacos. I mean, Mas Tacos is our number one. Even though we just went there yesterday, I'd probably go back to Mas Tacos. Yeah, I would just go there again. If you're feeling it's a little on the colder side, I kind of like the Taco Mamacita tortilla soup vibe. So it just kind of depends. Jordan and Daniel, have you ever had a time when you've had to turn down tacos in your life? My God, only when I was too full because I already ate too many. Because could we all have eaten a little more tacos tonight or we were all kind of full? It was really full. We yeah. debated about getting more when we were ordering. Yeah. It was tough to turn down. Yeah, I think it's just like, and I think that's why I even cut out having chips at some Mexican restaurants because I want more tacos. You know what? I would always trade chips for an an extra taco. Totally. I'm kind of yes. done. With, guys, can I say something legit? Is this going to be controversial? Done. Yeah, I'm done with chips. I'm done. <laughs> We're sitting in front of a huge bag of chips right now. No, these are blue He's chips. He's eating guacamole from his hand. No. These are I'm organic blue corn with chips. Restaurant style tortilla corn chips. I'm done with them. 
I want more room in my tummy for tacos. Uh, yeah. No, I feel that. No, I'm legit done with that. I don't want any more. And that's of something it. I like about Mas Taco. There's no chips there. They don't. Do, they don't You're mess right. with that. Guess what? They don't. Best no. meal of my life. Fuck chips. I said it. Fuck those chips. Don't right. fuck them. Fuck those <laughs> chips. All right, Jordan and Daniel, do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Something that will turn you off from a taco? That's a good question. I mean, there are like Thank the you. taco like fusion things where you can put, but there was a great taco truck in LA. I think it was the, is it the Kogi? Oh, yeah. Kogi yeah, taco yeah. truck. I don't where it's kind I don't of a really, Korean taco fusion. I don't really do okay. that. Korean I, taco? I love it. That yeah. was like the OG taco truck. Yeah. That was like the OG fusion restaurant or truck and you weren't a fan i'm not a big fan i'm kind of a purist when it comes to tacos i kind of love it about lettuce on tacos i prefer cabbage okay whoa whoa it was cabbage on our tacos today they were good if you noticed yeah Yeah. cab why because it just has more texture yes a little crunch, a little. Yep. I think the crunch more flavor. is good. Yep. But I kind of have like a special place in my heart for all tacos. I got like the you know the homemade yeah. the Aww. tacos mom makes. Yeah. You get the little shredded bag of lettuce and you put it on top, and the tomatoes cut up. A little yellow cheese. That's sweet yellow too. Cheese. Yeah. And just like you know the taco seasoning with the ground beef. And yeah. So and I even like the hard shell of that. So it's like is I think it's all tacos are different. It just depends on your mood. Aww. Okay, this is the speed round. Jordan and Daniel, I just need the first thing off the top of your head. These are yay or nay questions. I just want to know yay or nay on these taco types. You just let me know if you yay them or nay them. Here we go. Three, two, one. Taco pizza. Nay. Nay. Taco salad. Yay. Yay. Taco burgers. Nay. Nay. Taco dogs. Nay. And that's not dogs dressed as tacos. That's taco. <laughs> In which case I would say yay. Yeah, everyone's um, probably yay. all day. Yeah. All the way. Uh, that's taco like chili dog tacos. Yay. Nay. Miniature tiny tacos. Yay. Yay. Choco tacos. Yay. yay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast, a naked chicken chalupa. Nay. Yay. Okay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg. A breakfast taco from Taco Bell. Nay. Nay. Oh, you wanted to say yay. You <laughs> did. He was like, Don't I'm deny a nasty your truth. You were like, you you did one. Guys night out, yay. Yes. After midnight, yay. Tacos served with french fries and nacho cheese instead of chips and salsa. Nacho fries. And again, after midnight, yay. Nay. All right, that was good. Oh, Taquitos. Yay. Yay. 100%. All right. Okay. Final question. What's your favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos? Something that really fires you up. Lately, it's probably some Waylon Jennings. We've been having a moment with that. Yeah. Maybe Marty Robbins. Ooh. <laughs> El Paso. Gunfighter Ballads. That's been the theme. Yeah. Whose portrait was hanging on the wall yes. of Mas Taco. You walk into Mas Tacos. Mar- Which we never noticed until today. Marty Robbins' picture is right there. The gunfighter. Ooh, that's a good one. I want to listen to Marty Robbins right now. I think Let's go we do need that to right do now. that immediately, if not sooner. 
All right, this part of the show is called Taco to Me. Taco to me, like lovers do. Jordan and Daniel, do you have a taco-related question you'd like to ask me? Or Michael, co-host Michael. Did you ever wake up in the middle of the night and have a taco standing at the end of your bed? And if so, what did he say to you? Uh, no, that's never happened to me. You just yes-knowed me. Uh, okay. Okay, let's go back. Dave, what is the worst dream you had about this podcast? I mentioned this a couple episodes ago. I had a, I had a bad dream that I was recording an episode of the show at Denny's. And, uh, I, the guest, the guest I had on was like a smaller man. Uh, he's like a circus performer and he was being handsy with the waitress and they like kicked us out and that was the end of the show and it disturbed me. Okay. What has been the weirdest taco topping that you've ever had that you actually liked? That I actually liked? Yeah, like maybe you didn't expect to, but then you were like, Ooh, I'm going to go with mushrooms. Because I'm not really a big mushroom fan. I mean, I'll have it on my pizza, but I didn't ever think I'd have mushrooms on a taco, and I had a pretty good mushroom taco. Nice. Yeah. What do you think, or what is your favorite movie to watch while eating tacos? And maybe even to go further than that, what is your what is your taco order for that movie? Oh, gosh. The first movie that pops in my head is Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> oh, my God. I already love this. And um, I'm going to go, like, I'm going to start the movie when they're in the city, maybe some street tacos. And then, or maybe, you know, so when they're in the city and they're working and they discover, you know, the... I mean, the, your menu is too progressive for this film. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going with crunchy suburban tacos to start. And then um, as they go to the beach and they go to the beach house and they discover Bernie's body and he has the party, I'm picturing some party tacos, like some some uh, Mexican uh, street tacos, some authentic tacos. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can I can see the I can see the the plate on my table as I'm getting ready to to watch that movie. That's that's something I think I might have to do here pretty soon. Nice. Sounds like a good night. <laughs> Sounds great. Well, that's the end of the show, guys. I appreciate you having us here in Nashville and taking us to one of the most the amazing way, taco spots. By the way, two of the spots. best guests of any podcast ever. Mm. Also, two of the best hosts of any non-podcast ever, <laughs> a.k.a. your home. Mm. Thank you. It's, it's a, pleasure. a pleasure being on the podcast. We love y'all. Especially being a KC native. Anytime, anytime. Well, thanks for talking tacos with me. <laughs> Guys, are we ignoring the fact that we had the best tacos of our lives tonight? Uh, I don't know. I feel, like we, I feel like we highlighted that. Like, and, then, and then a thunderstorm started when we started getting really excited about it. So I feel like it's, I feel like it's out there. It's been a very good day here in Nashville. Also, we went to Duke's, the best bar ever. Go to Nashville, go to Moss Tacos, and go to Duke's. You no won't be sorry. No dancing. No dancing at Duke's. Yeah, don't forget that.
Please rate and review Taco the Town on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. Your reviews mean a lot to us. If you'd like to recommend a taco place for us to review, suggest a taco topic, or ask us a question, please check out our Facebook page, Taco the Town KC, and also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi, and thanks to the band Sun Eaters who provide all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Thanks to co-host Michael McMillan for being on the show tonight. Michael, thank you. You're welcome, Dave. And thank you for keeping tacos an important part of my life. You're welcome. Let's never forget the tacos, everybody. And until next time, go eat some tacos! Ooh.